Welcome to the Maximus Podcast with your hosts, Joe Sabula and Bobby Maximus. And today, we are sick and tired of the complications we see with eating in the fitness industry. You know, Joe, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm supposed to eat carbs and carb cycle, but then I'm not supposed to eat carbs dude, to be keto. I'm so fed up with the crappy fitness content in the world. I'm so tired of the constant contradiction. Like you can call it out. Somebody's gonna come up and be like, hey, I discovered this new fruit and it's really good for you. And you know, people are gonna go for it. And then like two months later, somebody else is gonna come back and be like, no, it's bullshit and I'm edgy and you should follow me. It's so predictable and ridiculous. How does anybody get any fitness advice? So let's go down the list, right? Where I started. Yeah. I'm not supposed to eat carbs, but then I'm supposed to eat carbs to keep my, you know, glycogen stores still. Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to eat carbs, but only before noon. But then I'm supposed to eat carbs at night to recover for the next day. And then I know I got to get enough protein. That's really important. But yet I'm supposed to be a vegan because meat's now bad for the environment. And there's something wrong with that. And I've got to eat some vegetables, but not too many vegetables because it's, you know, there's pesticides and like, I really honestly don't know what to do anymore because yeah. every time I open my Instagram, I open my TikTok. And let's face it, we live in the TikTok Instagram expert era of fitness. Like, yeah. that's where everybody's getting their fitness advice. And if you're a girl or a guy with a six pack, maybe a vein in your arms, all of a sudden you're qualified to give nutritional advice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's no. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not a big fan of like gatekeeping in any industry either. But like, there's no like requirements. If if you if you're just born genetically blessed and you've got a vein in your bicep, like bam, you've got followers on Instagram, and you could tell them to eat I don't know toilet cleaner, and they would. Yeah, and that's how it works. Mm-hmm. So we decided to cut through the bullshit. This is gonna be like a grumpy old man podcast. <laughs> where, we tell you where we're just gonna break it down easy. So yeah. here are five nutritional rules and they're going to be rapid fire because they're pretty easy to follow. You don't need to make this shit complicated. And Joe, in my experience, the more complicated you make something, the less successful a person's going to be. When it well, and, starts- I, and I would say too, with, with, with what we're going to share here, it doesn't matter what's like, if you're a vegan, if you're a carnivore, like these principles still apply evenly. It's like, it's the things that they all have in common that are effective. So it cuts yeah, right through the politics. It cuts through the opinion. This is just, this shit works. It's just, it's easy to follow. Cause again, if it's complicated, you aren't going to do it. Everything that's super complicated, people fall off. Yep. So let's go with number one, no processed food. This is the most important thing that you can do. How strict you want to be with it is going to determine how successful you are. Because yeah. processed can mean many things. When we say no processed food, we mean this. You have to be able to murder it or pluck it from a tree and eat it in its natural state without any preparation. Yep. That's it. If that's all you did, basically lived off meat, fish, chicken, carrots, tomatoes, arugula, spinach, a banana, an apple, you would be the healthiest person on the planet of earth. Yeah. Without a doubt. A lot of and, and, and thinking about you know, the ancestral health, the primal thing, right? The whole paleo diet, like that's kind of like 
there there was no processed food a hundred thousand years ago, right? People who live yeah. on on in islands right now, that's pretty much how they eat. You know, like the, the, there's just no availability of this, like highly processed, really easy stuff. So I make it simple. If there's a label on it, don't. If it's in a bag, don't. Because one of the things that I've talked about in seminars, you can get walnuts in the forest. Mm-hmm. Do you know how much work it would take to forage <laughs> for a bag of like a Costco sized bag and yet of walnuts? You can eat a bag of walnuts in like 30 seconds, right? But that you're, so you're burning thousands of calories to try to get those walnuts if you're doing it yourself. To a degree, it's not processed because you find it in nature, but it was never meant to come in that big bag. Yeah. The same thing. There used to be blueberry bushes behind my house as a kid. It's a lot of work to pick a pint of blueberries. Yeah. Now you could just go buy it for $4.99 at the grocery store and suck the whole thing down without thinking about it. So how far you want to take this processed thing Maybe a potato out of the ground is okay, but potato chips are processed. Mm. French fries are processed. Even if you want to get into an argument of olive oil versus olives, I'm not saying olive oil is bad for you, Joe, but you start sucking down 10 tablespoons of olive oil on your salad every day. Mm. You're going to be yeah. carrying around excess weight. So really the, the, the spirit of this is it's got, you got to be able to consume it the way it came in nature right yeah the 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 more raw your meat is as far as i'm concerned the better it is like i'd rather have sushi than cooked fish so just go down the list and you will get some processed stuff it's almost impossible not to but if you can limit the processed stuff maybe 90 percent of your diet is completely 100 natural you're going to be way ahead of the game yeah, so that's and that, and that's gonna that's gonna cut a lot of the the like the big companies out, right? So you, you mentioned like if it comes in a bag versus if it comes out of your garden, the garden is always gonna be better. Because what's gonna be better, a bagged salad or a salad you grew yourself? Like it's pretty intuitive, you know. If I go to a farmer's market and I buy a head of lettuce, I know it's gonna be a better head of lettuce than something I bought at a giant supermarket. And I'm not saying a head of lettuce at a supermarket's a bad thing or a bad choice, but it's a better choice. Right. Yeah, I mean, go to the list, right, Joe? If a guy in a white coat made it, it's solid limits. Yeah. The more human hands that have touched it, the worse it is. If it wasn't a food a hundred years ago, I'm sorry, it's not a food today. Like yeah. that, that you can keep it simple. And if everyone just did that, we'd have absolutely no health problems. You know why? Ice cream's gone, Doritos are gone, M and M's are gone, candy's gone soda's gone if you just well, let's face it it's hard to get fat off of like a really healthy diet it's hard yeah. to eat that many tomatoes it, it, it's also really hard to be unhealthy and i yeah. want to address one thing before we move on you made the point about it being better mm-hmm. you're talking about health but i think it's also better taste wise yeah. when you go to a gordon ramsay restaurant you go to a cat Cora restaurant you go to a uh Michael Voltaggio restaurant, you go to a Thomas Keller restaurant. They're not serving you stuff out of a box. Right. They're serving you the best of the best. Our friend, David Nafield, very famous chef. He owns Che Pico in San Fran. We've had him on the podcast. If we call him up right now and ask him his ingredient list in the kitchen, Joe, I promise you it's not Stouffer's mashed potatoes. It's not <laughs> the soup. It's not. You know, he's, yeah. he's not 
Germany frozen pizza. He's serving it. He's made it from scratch. Yep. So if that's all you did, you'd be way ahead of the game. Now, number two, drink water. Most of the processed food that people get is via liquid. It's the soda, it's the juice, it's the Kool-Aid. And you got to be careful because sometimes juice could be fresh squeezed orange juices, but oftentimes it's from concentrate with sugar added. So listen. Well, Well, honestly, if it... If you want orange juice, go eat an orange. That's where the orange juice comes from. It's better. It's fresher. And, it. and it's going to keep you more satiated. I'm glad you brought that up because I can drink a lot of calories in orange juice. I can yeah, you can. get a lot of calories from oranges. So just keep it simple. You're thirsty. You get water. That's it. Moving on to the next point. A gram per pound of protein a day. And then you can fuck your macros. It doesn't matter how many carbs you get, <laughs> how much fat you get. You can come up with a little calculator and a pocket protector and a, and a website, whatever else you need. Here's the deal, Joe. Protein's important for bodily functions. Yeah. You, know, you can't is- live without protein. You can't. You can go a long time without carbs. You go your whole life without ever eating a carbohydrate. Your body will find a way. But if you don't get protein, you don't get your amino acids, you're in rough shape. You're you not going to last going to help your muscles, your skin, your health, your brain function, all the, all the things, right? But here's why we say fuck your macros. If you eat a gram per pound of protein a day, and understand a, a ribeye steak might have 70 grams, mm-hmm. a chicken breast might have what, 25 to 40. 20-ish, yeah. Uh, a, a salmon steak might have 50, an mm-hmm. egg might have nine or 10. If you actually manage to consume your weight in protein by gram. So you're 200 pounds, you get 200 grams of protein. You're not going to be that hungry for anything else. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to overeat. And that's why I say fuck your macros because at that point, you want avocado, have an avocado. You want a potato, have some potato. You want some spaghetti squash, have some spaghetti squash. Like it's not going to matter at that point because if you develop a protein first mentality or a protein first uh, uh, method of eating, you're never going to overeat. Here's one way you can afford that, Joe. We go out for dinner. Mm-hmm. You have to finish your steak before you touch any yeah. sides. Yeah. Well, and let's it's let's be real because if if you do go out for dinner, like they're gonna they're gonna offer you all kinds of like super sweet desserts, right? Like you know the volcano chocolate cake or whatever that you get from you know every restaurant ever. But realistically, if you don't have that stuff in your house, like you're gonna eat that steak, you're gonna feel pretty full. And you might be like, you know what? I do want spaghetti squash, but you're not going to eat like three whole spaghetti squashes. You know what I mean? You're not just going to like lose control into a face, like like you go face first into a bowl of broccoli. Yeah. You know, like you'll eat a moderate amount because you don't have, you know, that hyper palatable, that really easy to eat snacky type stuff available anyway. So if you've thrown out all the processed food and you've hit your protein goals, like you just really aren't going to be that into chasing that down with more. I also want to argue you're not suffering. Like if your diet, you've been doing something like this. If your diet is filled with eggs, sausage, bacon, red meat, fish, chicken, you're not hurting. No, You're not miserable. And I promise you, see, here's the funny thing. People get obsessed with their garbage food. If you came to my house and I served you a world-class charcuterie board, the best salamis, the best sausage, the best cheese, Mm-hmm. maybe some Makota almonds, maybe a little bit of olives. You're not going to turn around and say, hey, where's my Wonder Bread? 
Where's the, <laughs> where's the bag? Of tortillas? Where's the Can I get a Twinkie? Yeah. Boy, a Twinkie really would hit the spot right now. <laughs> I pull you up 18 ounce ribeye mm. off the grill, like a really quality ribeye. You'd be happy with just that. So we're not even asking you to suffer here. I'm just yeah. asking you to eat a big ass steak. Mm-hmm. That's it. And then deal with the other stuff later. So protein forward. Rule number four, eat according to your goal. Yeah. If your goal is to gain weight and you're not gaining enough weight, eat more. If your goal is to lose weight and you're not losing, eat less. Now, I know I know, there's going to be a big group of people that are going to watch this podcast. Well, I have a genetic problem. I have... You know what? The rule of thumb is you don't feed a person, they lose weight. You don't believe me? Go watch some episodes of Naked and Afraid. Yeah. Every single person on there loses weight. Mm-hmm. I'm a not lot saying of weight. it's easy. I'm not saying it's fun. I'm not saying it's not going to be painful. Mm-hmm. But every single person in the history of the show Naked and Afraid has lost 20 or 30 pounds in a month being on that thing. It's yeah. that simple. So just eat less. You want to lose weight. You want to gain weight, eat more. Mm-hmm. Here's another simple one for you. Rather than counting calories, rather than having a little watch, it tells you how many calories you burn. Rather than trying to figure out your BMR, how's this? If you're trying to gain weight, eat one extra meal a day. If yeah. you're trying to lose weight, cut out a meal. Like it's literally that simple. I'll even I'll even try to simplify this further. If you're trying to gain weight, you should never be hungry. If you're trying to lose weight, you should usually be a little hungry. Yeah, it's simple. Why do you expect to lose weight and not be hungry? You have to create a deficit. It's like if you're trying to save money, Joe, you're not going to be spending money on things you want to spend money on. Like it's pretty mm-hmm. simple math to me. And your Agreed. final rule, limit your fun. And when you do have fun, make it worthwhile. Yeah. No one said you have to yeah. be a monk. That's going to say, we got to move up into the hills. We got to get away from all the distractions and all the temptations, completely separate ourselves from the world and from all earthly pleasure. Yeah. Good luck with that. Wouldn't last very long. Understand like the money example I gave, the less money you spend on garbage, the more money you're going to have in your bank account. Mm -hmm. Same fitness. The stricter you stay, the better the result. The there's, a, more- there, there's a big difference between Toledo and Tahiti. How much yeah. money do you have in your bank account? Where would you rather go, right? You know it. <laughs> it it's it, Joe, it's funny. Like people choose to go to Toledo. They'll just go to Toledo every day rather yep. than go to t- once a year. But yeah. Here's the thing. If you're not strict, it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. The stricter you are, the faster this is going to work and the more effective it's going to be. So you know what's going to win in your diet, Joe? I know you want to make it complicated. I know you want to count your steps. I know you want to figure out your BMR. <laughs> I know you want to come up with a perfect interval structure that's going to torch and incinerate the most fat. The person that's successful is the person that says no to that beer on Thursday afternoon. Yeah. The person that no to those Doritos on Friday night. It's the person that says no to eating their kids' leftover French fries. Do you know how many parents get fat 
just from eating food they don't even realize they're eating and that frankly is not very good. Well, and think, think, think about the food you keep in the house just to feed the kids. All the little snacky Are, snacks because you don't want to tell your kids no. And now it's around. And yeah. now you're failing your, your little temptation test because you got a cupboard full of snacky cakes or whatever the kids are into. You wake up on the couch with all kinds of orange little goldfish ducks around your mouth <laughs> because you couldn't say no to some cheese snack chase like <laughs> the sorry, that case shaped like a fish. <laughs> so seriously, how many parents go to throw away that little package of, of goldfish and there's two left and they just pull them out and eat them? And by the end of the day, with the goldfish, the gummy bears, and the soda, and the bread, and the chicken nuggets, and the fries, and all the other poison you feed your kids, you've now had like three meals of poison. Yeah. How many extra hundreds of calories? And then spread that out over a week, and it's like, yeah, you're gaining a pound a week of just food that you normally wouldn't have around. And then at the end of the year, you're like, man, I'm 52 pounds heavier. What happened? I just want to say one more thing before we sign off, Joe. What's that? It's funny because this comes up with me all the time. I go to dinner with a group of people. Mm-hmm. Oh, big guys, big guys, shredded. He must have some secret way of eating. Blah, 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 blah. Right? Just look what I eat. I have the steak, I have the arugula, I have water with my dinner, but yet people can't put two and two together. Like mm-hmm. it's weird that I'm not having a dessert. It's weird that I'm not having the bread. It's weird that I'm not having the Doritos. But then these people at the same time are completely in awe and don't understand why I'm shredded. Yeah. It's pretty simple. People that are shredded, watch how they eat. Mm-hmm. It just, just do what they do. People who look like they've lived in a weight room, chances are, Joe, they live in a damn weight room. Like it's pretty easy. Like that's very that's very intuitive of you. I think uh, I think the, maybe you missed your calling. Maybe you should be like an investigator. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah in the police world we call it a clue. But Joe, for real, I'll tell you I'll tell you a funny story. So I take my kids to the pool every Sunday. Yep. We're there for two or three hours. Sometimes I do some push-ups. People in the same sentence will wonder ridicule, uh, uh, be disgusted by the fact I'm doing push-ups, and then turn around and ask, why are you so strong? You just make it fun to do the push-ups. Yeah. What, there's, a, there's a correlation here. And so I'm going to put this to you. There's a lot of fat people out there, a lot of overweight people, because I don't even know if I'm allowed to call somebody fat anymore. But they say they have a genetic problem. They say they were cursed. They say they weren't in the right lineup in heaven. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a conspiracy. They don't know. They don't have time. They don't have that person who's telling you that. Look what's in their hands. And usually it's a 64-ounce soda and a chocolate bar. And, and, and listen, there's going to be the person who really genuinely has a problem. Mm-hmm. I get that. But it's not 50% of the population. Yeah. It's not 20. It's not even 5% of the population. There might be one in a thousand people out there who genuinely have that real problem that makes this impossible. But the rest of y'all, 999 of you, 
shut up and just do the right thing. Like it's well, and not then why right. why assume why assume that you're the special case? Like maybe maybe go all in on it for like yeah. six months and see what happens, and then you realize oh maybe maybe it isn't my genes. Maybe the fact is that I'm just lazy and I don't like to work hard. That's it. That's simple. So to recap our rules, Joe, we have five of them. If you want to have a good diet, you want to be healthy, you want to have the body you claim that you want to have, don't eat processed food. The only thing you're allowed to drink is water. A gram per pound of protein a day. So if you're 200 pounds, you eat 200 grams of protein a day. And then don't worry about your macros. Eat to support your goal. You want to gain weight, eat more. You want to lose weight, eat less. And then finally, have a little bit of fun once in a while, but you have to limit it. The more fun you have, the worse your result's going to be. That's simple. That's your episode of Maximus Podcast this week. We have two apps. One, we didn't inundate you with ads. We didn't force codes down your throat. We didn't force you to listen to a bunch of BS you don't want to listen to. So what you're going to do The minute you listen to this, you're going to share this podcast with as many people as possible. And then number two, you're going to go on a field trip tomorrow. Go to the 7-Eleven, the Circle K, whatever gas station you believe in, and just watch how people eat in the morning. And then you'll figure out real fast why people are fat. That's it. Share field trip. We are out. Die